Well, I'm, oh, I can't tell if it's I can't tell on Facebook if it's uh, if it's counting down because I haven't. Uh, I'm going to pull up Facebook for us. Yeah. Why don't we uh, why don't we do that? Why don't we just figure we're live? Hi, everybody. Right. Welcome to the quarantine cast. This is a uh, technical nightmare. Not not uh, because of Craig and Cody. They're all man. They're all set. It's uh, yeah, it's me. Um, oh, yeah, we're live. I have no Internet. I have uh, none. We are going we're going live, but let's not bury the lead. Welcome to the quarantine cast with Brian, Cody and Craig for the first time, officially all three of us. And for the first time back since God only knows when. When did you go on paternity leave? Cody Goff is here. Hello, Cody. Hi, Brian. I haven't I didn't do anything in September or uh, October with you. So this is my grand return. It is your grand return. And listen, we added we added a uh, the third head to the three headed monster uh -huh. since you've been gone. Dude, I love the three headed uh, whatever you just said. Three headed monster. Sure. Let's do it. Let's go, dude. The gates of hell. Yeah. It's basically Halloween. I, dude, I. Uh, I used to do back when I still worked and was not paternity leave. I used to do a weekly radio hit with Craig uh, yeah. at his station on uh, talking about my podcast, and it was so fun. And I gotta tell you, Craig, you are my you you are the two people. You're my favorite people to broadcast with or quarantine yeah. cast or whatever. So this yeah. is I'm super stoked because I, I know you've been doing this, and I texted Brian, and I was just like, dude. Can Craig just like keep doing this? And I'm really, I'm really thrilled that you're going to do it. Well, I'm happy and to be here. I had talked to you. I had talked to Craig about it the day before you texted me to ask that question. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to have my name officially on the show. And in celebration of that, I've uh, burst out a very special cup. I'm drinking a very crappy um, Natty Light seltzer, but I'm drinking it in a very special glass. And this is for you guys. It is my Craig glass because Craig is now officially a part of the show. Craig is now officially a part of the yeah. show. Try Bonnie, whatever that says. I, I forget what. Actually, no, wait. I taped it on the bottom. It says, I have good hope. All right. I'm trying to pull up the hope. Facebook page on my phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I icons are different. It's working. We're on. I see us all. Hi, go. Sally. Hi, Christine. Hi, Gene. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. I think I put the phone number up. Uh, Cody, this is new since uh, last time that... Um, we have a phone number that we do. people can call and talk to us on the quarantine cast. It's up there. Look, now, I know everybody's been nervous. Let, let's get this out of the way. Uh, I was doing my show on WTMJ at, from 6 to 8. And at about 6.50, I lost internet at my house. Now, according to Xfinity, it'll be up and They're working very hard to fix it. <laughs> very hard. And it should be back by 11 o'clock tonight. Hey, cool. Yeah, that didn't help me uh, broadcasting from Milwaukee, even though I'm broadcasting from my house in Milwaukee. Uh, so I texted. First of all, this is this is how invested I was in that show. My first thought was, I got to let the guys know there's going to be a problem with the quarantine cast. We got to figure this out. So I, you know, I did the show. We ended up using the same software that we use through my desktop and my nice mic and everything. Mm -hmm. We did that through the phone and the show went okay. And now uh, I'm doing this through the same, we're using the same software, obviously that we always do, but I'm on the phone. So it's a little, little trickier for me to, uh, to move things around. And Craig, you seemed 
not perturbed, but a little antsy, like, we'll take care of it. We'll, we'll just host it. Wait, Which no. would have been nice, but we got it going. So. Oh, did you say me? Yeah. I didn't say any of those things. That was all Cody. I said none of it. Can you reread your text? I just sat there and waited for a solution to be figured out. Oh, no. I, well, we were, when we started, when we were all here on the Oh, show. oh. Okay, that that was me. But I just said I would take the 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 hosting of the internet from you, so you could be on your phone. No, well, I'm we're here, so that's good, right? Yes, you it can is. See me, and you can hear me. Cody tried to drop you from the show tonight, though. That was him via text. I did, yeah, I did uh, notice that quickly. Yeah, for a guy who has, are you, are you there, Cody? I'm the I'm there. This All was right. a coup almost. His picture is not, is his videos uh, moving on your end, Craig? Can, yes, you're good. He's doing okay. things. All right, because I, I, all I see is a still picture of Cody. Right. Well, Brian, no, I I think I am broadcasting just fine. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the show, Cody, do not stop. Do not stop. Craig, is it? Uh-huh. He better commit to this. I love this. So the sexual element of it is right. I mean, you and I, yeah, I understand. There's tension. No, there's no tension here. I can't <laughs> believe we're actually on. I'm. I, listen, this is what I said to the guy in Milwaukee. I go, we're here, and we're going to call attention to it. But uh, all right, so we're Craig, a dingus. You're drinking a natty light out of your uh, out of your Craig glass. What are you drinking, Cody? What was in that bowl of uh, gruel you were you were downing? Uh, tortellines. Got some tortellini, chicken tortellines, because I had to, you know, have dinner ready at about one minute before we started. But I eat it. I ate it. I eat it. I, there was it? food that I ate. I ate it. That's good. And what are you drinking? Are you, do you have a cocktail? Nah, I'm doing a water thing. But I gotta say, first year ever, I've really gotten into Oktoberfest beers. Nice. Yeah. Good for you. Welcome. Welcome to the club. Thank you. Yeah. What's your uh, go-to brand? Oh boy, uh, Revolution and Buckle Down make two very fine Oktoberfests uh, locally. I had Debbie bring me up another six pack of Urban South Oktoberfest that I enjoy. Uh, I tried a bunch of different new ones this year. I, I was doing Dektoberfest. I don't know if you follow me on uh, the Instagram, but <laughs> I was doing, uh, and since we couldn't go to Oktoberfest, I was doing Dektoberfest, where I would try different ones on the deck. Um, a new uh, Black Horizon, a brewery out in the in, in the western suburbs, not too far from you, Cody the G. Very uh, nice. They had uh, October Face, which was very good. Uh, Pollyanna makes good one. I was I was all over the place with uh, Oktoberfest beers this year. I am also a fan of sampling all the different varieties. Uh, I gotta say, actually, I'm I'm looking on Untapped. Have you ever heard of this app? There's a, a app that lets you check in beer places, basically, like yeah. a Foursquare, but you can check in either a beer or a brewery or wherever you bought it, uh, and you can rate it. So I'm using that to kind of keep track of what I've had. And uh, Buckletown was my least favorite uh, Oktoberfest. Really? Actually, yeah, I really, I, well, I didn't, it, it tasted more like a light beer. It didn't have that, like, that weight, that Marzen kind of, you know, spice. Um, you know, I loved I love craft breweries. I love Revolution. I love Goose Island. But weirdly, my favorite one is Lining Kugels. Oh, I didn't have Lining Kugel this year. It just hits the spot. I, I'll say Two Brothers is also really good, but it's a little on the heavy side, so you yeah. gotta kind of be in the mood. It's it's a little more malty, but uh, 
but yeah, um, I, Lion and Kugels, man, I, every time. And, and Gooses is good too. Uh, but I also have some news uh, regarding Revolution and their Deepwood series. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, so my buddy Icebag John lives basically next door to Revolution Brewing, turns out, in the city. And uh, they just released, they released Thundertaker about a month ago, their Deepwood series. And right. uh, yes, last week, I think, last Friday, actually, they released... Uh, couple, they released a few varieties. They released Death's Tar, Cafe right. Death, and Maple Death. Mm. Now, Death's Tar I've had. Cafe Death, I have a couple in my fridge. They're not hard to find, but Maple Death I'd never had. That's and there was a brewery-only release, so you had to get it at Revolution. So I sent Ice back John, and he went and picked some up for me, and, and I'm going to see him tomorrow. Nice. But they also were selling... Uh, I, I, I am a total sucker for limited edition, like hard to find brews. And they were, they had two varieties of Death Star that they were selling in Crowlers only. Uh, really? One was aged eight months and one was aged like three years. But the, the one that was eight months looked like it had better flavor tones for me. So I'm going to, tomorrow I'm going to pick up John. I'm going to get a Crowler and a four pack of Maple Death. And uh, we are going to just have a little hipster party. It's going to be what a good time. Do, what do you better... have? Party? You're having a get together at your place? No, a two, a one person party of me drinking and then him bringing me beer that I'm really picking up from him, but whatever. What do better flavored talons you said? What do they look like? Better flavored talons? What did what word did you say? You said better flavor what? You saw it, you could see the flavor. He did, of the, he, oh. he did see he did seem kind of beer snobby, didn't he? <laughs> well, I just I just didn't know how I he think could. He was talking do about it. the flavor profile. Okay, whatever. It was, did I, I don't know what the word is that I. You said, like. you said you saw flavor. That's the highlight for me. And I just wanted to know what it looked like. Well, I did. I saw that. I saw words, Craig. I read words. And then the words <laughs> no, meant, no. Word, meant things. Let's the tape. I want, where, where's the person who does that? We need the person. You said you saw the flavor of the eight month and it looked better than the one of three years. And I, I was amazed by your ability. One one of the beers had notes of I don't remember it was like chocolate and uh, cinnamon or something and then the other one had I don't know caramel or whatever but but that kind of thing it would be like oh kind of like notes of vanilla or caramel peanut butter cinnamon whatever it is and the combination spoke to me with the eight yeah, month am, varietal. <laughs> I am a sucker for that kind of thing as evidenced by what I am drinking tonight. Uh, you know, Debbie was in New Orleans last week with Molly, yeah. and Ooh. Urban South is one of my favorite breweries down there. And every Thursday they were releasing beers, and last week they released two beers. One was an Almond Joy cream ale, and one was a Snickers cream ale. And I just forwarded these posts to Debbie, and I go, man, I wish I knew somebody in New Orleans. Well, <laughs> these things sell out fast, and I had no illusion that they were going to get it for me. Lo and behold, I get a text on Friday. Hey, we got you the beer. So I am drinking a Urban South Goodies Almond Joy Cream Ale. This is the first time I've tried it. Uh, this is frightening. It tastes, and I love Almond Joys, it tastes just like an Almond Joy. No. The coconut flavor is there. You get the, the little bit of almond, <laughs> uh, chocolatey flavor. Sure. It's creamy. I, I'm, I'm out of my mind. Craig, what does it look like? What is, than Natty Light? what is the flavor look like out of curiosity? Does it look as tasty as you just described it? 
What does it look like? Yeah, well, now I, Cody can see the flavors in it. Mm -hmm. So, Cody, can you describe to me what flavors you're seeing? I ah. see yellow. <laughs> I see yellow. I shouldn't it's be yellow. on the show, by the way. You guys are beer snobs uh, officially, but like polite, nice ones. But you, you are fancy beer people. This yellow looks mm. like if I've been dehydrated and still had to go pee. This is this is the yellow. <laughs> I don't think Urban South would want me describing their beer in that uh, context, but it tastes phenomenal. Mm -hmm. phenomenal. Wait, let me do let me do my beer. I have to I have to do my beer seance, Craig. If I want to see the flavors, so let me just let me see what I can do. You have to have the light. Mm. Down. I see, <laughs> I see an urban flavor. No. You're joking? We have to do this at a beer tasting. We have to I see a southern tasting. flavor. It well, has to happen. Next month, we are going to have Goose Island on before the release of the right. Burbank County Stouts. Yeah. And so uh, we will... Uh, we will Hold on, gentlemen. This might be exciting news. Um, my internet might be coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Very exciting news. If that's the case... Oh, well, you know, I still may just want to do it on the phone because it's such a nightmare. Nope, no luck. Um, but yeah, so we are going to do this, Greg. We're going to maybe, but if you want to warm up, we could all do a natty ice tasting. Yeah. Or whatever. Is that what you're drinking, natty ice again? Yeah, it's the house rules. I still have the case, so I keep drinking the same thing. I didn't know we had to uh, vary it up every single week. I didn't know we had to oh, bring you it. Don't. Okay. No, you don't. I just, this, this I moment I was about. waiting. And Molly has been hounding me for the last couple of days. Have you tried the candy beer? Have you tried the candy beer? Yeah. And I was like, no, because they bought, they had a Sour Patch Kids one too, uh, that Debbie bought a four pack for her and Molly. So they had a Sour Patch, they had some Sour Patch Kid beer. That's awesome. It's, it's fun. But now I've realized I don't have any more room for different beers, <laughs> you know? Because I had to go out last week and get those, uh, get the ones for the stone event that I did last week. And mm -hmm. now I've got all these uh, that came back from New Orleans for me. And uh, yeah, so. Look, after the, after the show today, I'm just going to take my case of Miller High Life and light it on fire outside and be ready for the show next week. No, you, you listen, we need a guy. As you said, Cody, <laughs> Cody's much more of a beer snob than I am. No, I, no, like no. Good, I like good beer. But I don't poo-poo anybody for drinking whatever they want. I don't know if I'm a beer snob. I mean, I like my tastes are questionable. So, okay, so uh, John and Jesse have raved about Allagash Black. Do you remember yeah. this? Allagash White, one of my favorite beers, and I like stouts. So I figure Allagash Black is the like the white whale I'm hunting because I couldn't find it anywhere. And I go into a Binnie's about a month ago here in the Burbs, and they got Allagash Black. Cool. Get a four-pack. After two sips, I dumped it out. It was... It's one of the worst beers I've ever had. It was, like, just totally undrinkable. And John and Jesse raved about it, and these are, like, beer guys. So, yeah, I don't know if you could say snob. It, uh... Because clearly my tastes are not uh, as refined as some of the some of the beer dudes. <laughs> And I checked on Tapped, and I had checked in one time a four-pack of Allagash, uh, Saison, or something else. Uh, and I wrote in that untapped review that I hated it, and I gave it to my wife because I wouldn't drink it. So apparently I don't like Allagash as a brewery, but Allagash White, mm, chef's kiss. I think the fact that you're putting reviews on untapped confirms <laughs> Craig's... Uh, and I thought so. I didn't want to go there, but I thought so. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to uh, go with you guys. Hey! All right, enough beer talk. 
Craig, I'm sure you're interested to know, as I am, what's fatherhood doing to you, Cody? How, yes. how are you doing? It, you've, you've got an offspring now. You've sired a child. Yeah. Dude, he's the best. I love it. Fatherhood's so good. Like, yeah, it's good. It's great. I'm really happy. I mean, granted, I'm not working some, uh, you know, I have that privilege because I'm on paternity leave, a uh, very long paternity leave. But, uh, but no, dude, I'm like, it's awesome. It's, I'm so happy. I, um, let's see. Last couple days, he's, he's been a little colicky. So, uh, he, he's like, well, I'm not really going to sleep unless someone's holding me. So I was up with him from about two or three to 10 ish this morning. Gotta know. It's, um, yeah, it's weird. Actually, the first month was extraordinarily easy. Like he, he slept pretty well. His, you know, his wake ups were really brief. Like he, He'd wake up after a couple hours, scream for a minute, you feed him, and then he passes out for another few hours. Like, no problem. So now his waking time is getting a little longer. Um, he's just really uncomfortable, so it's hard, harder for him to sleep. Uh, so the the toughness is starting to set in. And uh, it's just one more reason why, I, uh, why I'm just going to rail against, like, uh, U.S. Family Medical Leave Act policies and stuff. Because, you know, a lot of people get, like, two weeks, three weeks. And it's like, those first few weeks aren't that hard. Like, you... Those are comparatively, right? Like you really need that second or third month off to kind of like transition from them, like not doing anything to being a human. There is actually, Christine just said in the chat, uh, yeah, well, yeah. or somebody keeps typing. Yeah, I'm hearing it too. Is that, yeah, I was going to ask if you're hearing some kind of whole crackle. Yeah, we are. It's not me. No, I'm not. Joe, it's your hands. There is a lot of static, Cindy. I think it might be, I think it might be the cell phone. I'm, my guess is the cell phone can't handle our, our audio volume. Uh, I don't think. Yeah, I think that. Oh, do you have headphones for your, uh, for your phone, Brian? What? Do you have headphones for your phone? Yeah. Let me try that. I would I do that. Pin, I, should, yeah. I had a pin, so I lose power. Yeah. Hang on. You know, I was made fun of earlier on in the show for saying we would host it on our computers. <laughs> I mean, I look, I was down with your plans for... Uh, oh, no, you would have been the same thing. I still would have been on the phone. Yes, yeah. you would have been. And hey, it fixed. But yeah. Craig would have right. felt really important. <laughs> what would have felt Which important? Which is all I'm looking for. I would have. I would have personally felt important because I would have saved the day technology-wise, which I is literally what I wake up each day wanting to do. We all understand. We Well, Cody wasn't here last week. Last week, when we announced that you were joining the show permanently and you mm -hmm. made your demands, everybody, it was clear <laughs> that you have aspirations to uh, not only take over, but yeah. then to oust either one or both mm -hmm. of us from the program. <laughs> so it's not, yeah, this right. is not, uh, I mean, this we're is not something that is uh, secretive. No, I know. We're weeks away. It'll happen. It's going to be like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. I will figure it out. Which one are you? I, I assume I'm the conniving contestant in that situation. Oh, you've right? watched them. Yeah, yeah I, I watched that say, show I constantly. I have no frame of reference for this. You guys have never seen The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. No, like, you're going to deny Noonan. Come on. You've seen an episode, a season, something. I have never seen more than two minutes of any no any of it that is a lie what, wait a minute why do i why would i get that thing to lie about 
all I don't the know. things that it's I am very question. forthcoming about, <laughs> right? whether here or on the on the radio, I'm I'm very forthcoming, and yet now you will accuse me <laughs> of lying over something as insignificant as watching yeah. The Bachelor and or the bachelorette i'm as confused as you are as to why you're denying the fact that you've seen at least a season maybe juan pablo's i don't know which season I you watched i don't know what that means i know from reading the paper there's supposedly some sort of uh, mm -hmm. big deal happening this year claire yeah she's been crazy okay. it's claire did, did everybody leave she's the bachelorette she got in a fight with this uh one of the guys claire. who then left there was a naked uh well it was like a strip dodgeball thing that happened Everyone just was stopped. Was she the one naked or were the boys naked? The boys got naked. And there was this big thing on social media about how this would never happen if roles were reversed. If it was a guy bachelor and female contestants, they'd never do a naked dodgeball. One of the guys got upset, said it was demeaning, talked to the bachelorette about it. And eventually he got thrown off the show uh, because there were a lot of accusations being thrown all over the place. Something you, about being a bad father. I mean, stuff happened. When you type oh. in... Uh, Claire, the third autofill is Bachelorette. Claire Bachelorette. It's a popular show that you guys should probably catch. Images. Time time. People watch it. They like it. I, I know people like it. I know it's very popular. Yeah. Uh, I, I have no desire. I have I, seen episodes. I dated a girl in the aught 2010s that uh, was really into that and watched it religiously. So I've seen a couple episodes. I remember... Uh, who, who is the really cute girl from Downers Grove or whatever? Allie? Allie. That sounds Ooh. right. Allie was good, yeah. D maybe not Downers Grove, but because remember, I was yeah. living in the city when that season yeah. happened, so all the suburbs were like kind of the same to me. Now I'm starting to get a feel. <laughs> like I, I did a lot of errands today. I was in Wheaton. I was in Glen Ellen. Uh, wow. I, we're st I'm starting to put the pieces together. I know Elmhurst. Like we're, yeah. we're getting there. But uh, Tinley, maybe she was from Tinley Park. Doesn't matter. She or, maybe was she was, or maybe Allie was against some girl named Tinley. There's, I don't know. It's impossible. <laughs> a lot of things to know. happen. Tinley with an eye. It, it um, doesn't matter. There was some like really, really cute, like wholesome girl that didn't win the Bachelorette, or look, that didn't win the Bachelor, and so she became the Bachelorette in the aught twenty early. The reason, what, the is it, reason is, it's a valuable show, and you guys should check it out. It's humorous to watch everyone get emotional and cry when they get kicked off the show and say how they were trying to find love. I find that you know, falseness in their statement so utterly entertaining that I watch every week, every single season because oh, wow. everyone's just trying to find love. No one's doing that. No one's no. finding love on the show. Yeah. Didn't the first Bachelorette, isn't she married? Aren't, aren't they? I see them pop up every once in a while. What's her name? Trista? I know I know the name Trista. I don't know that one. Um, That's impressive, Brian, since you love the show and you lie I, about how big of a fan you are dude, of it. Dude, again. <laughs> Why would I lie about that? I don't know. I'm, I'm as no as you. because I'm not. The <laughs> most I've seen The Bachelor is the parodies on SNL. Right, they're good. So I'm guessing that's how it works. I yeah. know there's roses involved. Mm -hmm. I know there's a mansion. Yes, and I know at some point somebody's going in a windmill or a hot tub and banging. <laughs> right? Is that yeah? That's so I. There's I a haven't seen the show, suite. but I know the show. There's a fantasy suite at the end. Like a Sybaris? I guess, kind of. It's not. I think the the idea of it is that you take the top three contestants one at a time for a, a evening date that doesn't end. Oh. Yeah. 
Oh, wait. So the, everybody gets to go to the fantasy suite? Just the top three. They, they build up to the fantasy suite dates. And then the last, I don't know why I'm explaining The Bachelor and The Bachelorette to you both. We've derailed as a show. But yes, you you take the final three contestants one at a time for an evening if they so choose. It's actually the, the first part of the date ends with the key. And then they decide if they want to spend the rest of the evening together. Really? And then I think everybody does stuff. Sounds That's like sex on TV. It's kind of. It sounds like that sells. Sounds like it sells. I, I would assume it does. It's a good way to get people to watch the TV is when you put people having sex on it. Yeah. There's a Netflix dating show. Did either of you guys watch this? Why? No, no God, no. Who no, knew? No. Awful. <laughs> Are right. you watching anything for like Halloween? Get, like that's the I least have a scary theory. thing I can think of. Yeah. What's your theory? My theory is Betty picks all the shows at your house. Well, she, yes, all the ones that we watch together. If I watch something and she doesn't, I've, I'm getting her to watch Cobra Kai, though. I'm very excited about that. I like that show. Dude, I do too. I think it's great. I think the Danny character is weird, though. I think he's kind of a jerk. He's not, yes, he's definitely not a hero. If I look no. distracted, it's because it, it's, <laughs> I'm, it seems like the internet has come back on. Okay. So I'm We're trying on... to see if I. I'm trying to see well, if I can connect with with this. We're on. <laughs> oh, well, now I'll have two Brian's. This will be good. There definitely well, we'll won't see. be feedback. Yeah. It's gonna be great. I'm on, on season five of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Phenomenal there season. So there you good. go. So good. I got I got all up in arms because uh, the official Star Trek Twitter channels kept tweeting about how uh, Star Trek Discovery is about to have Star Trek's first transgender character. Um, which, like, okay, that's great. It's a lie. We literally just yesterday watched an entire episode where Riker uh, falls for a uh, uh, like androgynous person, uh, and it's the whole episode is an allegory about not judging trans people and like that. It's I don't know. It's really it's really well done. And there's another race, the Trill, that is also uh, androgynous or whatever has no gender, but it's fine. So then, like, but then I was gonna complain about it on Twitter, and then somebody is like, just let people have this. Let people have this victory. It's all we need for the trans. And I was like, okay, fine. We'll just let that happen. But uh, but uh, anyway, Star Trek has a long history of having progressive values that actually go beyond 2020. It yeah. actually happened to have started in the 60s with the original Star Trek. But let's just bury that whole history of like amazing television and great storytelling and good science fiction uh, for marketing. But that's that's fine. That's where we're at. Yeah, I learned <laughs> lessons from the last episode of The Bachelorette. So I think both of us, we drew a lot out of the shows we're watching. Dude, Star wow. Trek is so good. Star Trek The Next Generation, like right. seasons three through six, probably just every episode. You're just like, this is good science fiction. It is, it is very good storytelling. There are allegories you think about, you like reflect on like the world and it's all like <laughs> sociology. And uh, you see people yeah. in roles that are like, unexpected or uncommon and it's just dude come on cut dude jordy's blind that's like a whole thing their chief engineer is blind and they there's a whole episode where like there's a race that that uses eugenics to like filter out people that are blind and then because of the visor technology in his eyes he comes up with a solution to save their entire planet and he's like how ironic is it that if i was born on your planet i wouldn't have been born because you would have just like genetic me out of existence mm -hmm. but because i was born blind and because this technology was developed we can adapt that to save your entire civilization. Right. Dude, that's Star Trek. Yeah, that's you're good. 
your mind is blown just like mine was when Claire got to be the Bachelorette at 39. It shows you that love doesn't stop in your 20s or early 30s. It goes through to the end of your 30s. Allegory, Bachelorette, incredible. Show. Just wow. the end of your 30s, though. Just the end of your 30s. 39 was the cutoff, no, at 40, Craig. At 40, you're celibate. I think that's how it works, according to that show. No, did it air well, before she turned 40? <laughs> if not, then I'm, I think that actually cuts off the you whole... You know, I'm not sure. I don't know. Okay. I'll have to check back. Yeah, it's, well, you're not far off. Aren't you the <laughs> editor of The Bachelorette Wikipedia, Craig? I am. I, I just make stuff up, though. None of it's accurate. Oh, okay. I, I just Wikipedia it. Do you do you really enjoy this show, or is this something you're like hate watching? What, something but, that you feel you have to watch because you don't want FOMO? What's going you, on? You know who actually got me into it? Gary Meyer. Gary Meyer got into Gary it. Meyer! Gary Meyer. W, he got into it on a season. We had one of the contestants who got kicked off on the show, and he gave her a rose or something. But he did, and it, it was the same reason. It was the humor of the the pretend version of the show that exists in everyone's brain while they're on it, of saying like that was love, and I, I felt. Like I finally connected for the first time in my life. And then she put me in a limousine and sent me away. It's in every single episode, someone's going to cry. And I, I enjoy it. I don't know why. Really? I do. Wow. We can move on. I know the only person I know who watches it more than you is Molly. Like she and her friends will watch it together yes. via FaceTime yes. or something. Let me in on that FaceTime, Molly. Yeah, she might. <laughs> she survived the hurricane last night. There you go. I, uh, it was a hurricane. I called her. You know, she's. I don't know if Cody. Well, Cody knows. I think she's living in New Orleans mm -hmm. again. And so last night, Zelda came blowing through, or Zeta came blowing through. And I, t I was driving to a gig because I left the house. That's a whole other story. I left the house. I did a show. Uh, it was crazy. But I was driving up and I was talking to her. And then she tried to FaceTime me while I was driving. I was like, Molly, I can't FaceTime. She's like, she. It looked like. Uh, Blair Witch, because her face was really close. She's like, but it's getting kind of scary here. And I was like, Aww. oh, man, okay. I said, oh, yeah, as soon as I get to the, the venue, because that's, that's what you call a place where you go to do a show, a venue. Uh, only one place, Craig. I only went looking at one place. Did you? I only went to one place for the show, by the way. Okay. Because, um, Cody, I don't know if you've been uh, following this. Craig insists that every story I tell uh, involves multiple venues. Well, now it's see that's that's not exactly what I said because then you came on the show one time and you're like everybody goes to different places, Craig. There's nothing special about that. You go to the same type of location multiple times in your store. You go to three binnies, you go to four Correct. Burger Kings, six hospitals. This is how you do an evening, Noonan. No, one Burger King, one Burger uh, King, two, two multiple, sure. two urgent care places, but one Burger mm -hmm. King. Wow. <laughs> right. Yeah, you'll and notice it, it's a theme. A number of jewels. That is correct. I will go mm -hmm. to multiple jewels <laughs> if I need to. But right. anyway, I call her when I get there, and the storm had kind of moved over. So now she was in the eye of the hurricane. And she's like, it's really weird. I'm going to open the door and show you. The sky was like pinkish yellow, and everything was completely calm. It was very, very weird. And then I had to go in and do the show. But uh, she... She never lost power for more than a couple seconds. She is one of the very few people in New Orleans that still has power. Wow. Um, not No real damage to her property. Uh, everything that she had put in the back was still there. You know, her patio furniture didn't fly away. And she had put her garbage cans back behind the fence. So so she uh, she rode it out. It was uh, 
Oh, Barbara says she was at the venue last night. Yeah, I just saw that. How did it go, Barbara? I was going to ask Noonan, but now I want Barbara to tell us. <laughs> yeah, you should ask. Oh, you can ask Barbara. Sure. She'll, yeah. you know. There's a phone number, 312-870-0023. Yeah, Barbara, if you want to call in, 312 Call in, tell us how Noonan did. 0023. Uh, let, me, let me preface this. Barbara will tell you how the show went. I will give you the, the layout of the show because it was quite unusual. So it's going to actually stream next Thursday. So it was filmed as like a TV show kind of deal. There were three acts and me. And I get there and they're like, all right, here's how it's going to work. We're going to, every act will walk out and do a sound check. And in between, we'll wipe down the microphones and we'll sterilize everything and it'll be fine. I was like, all right. So okay. first guy goes on. And, you know, I'm in the back looking over some stuff because I had written some, oh, I had written some brand new COVID jokes for the, uh, wow. For the, yeah, sure. Cause I'm like, I haven't been on stage in seven months. Yeah. And so, of course, if you haven't been on stage in seven months, first time you should probably do new material. Cause yep. that's, yeah, that's how comics, <laughs> comics work. That's how you succeed. Oh, it's definitely how you su succeed. <laughs> uh, look at me now talking to you guys on a cell phone cause my internet went out. Um, so, so it's, you know, I was, cause I had texted the guy, I go, Hey man, should I bring my own microphone? I said, not to sound like a weirdo. You know, no, no, no. So like when it was my turn, I walked out and they say, Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Brian Noonan. And by ladies and gentlemen, they have 12 people in this giant theater. The theater has got a seat. It was oh. the uh, Rouse center for the arts. It's got a seat at least three to 500 people. Wow. There's 12 people in there. Um, and they're all messed up, which is good. And they're spread out, which is good. Mm -hmm. um, so I walk out and they all politely clap. Everybody, oh, hey, hey, it's Brian Newton. And I just say something. I make fun of a guy's mask in the front row. And um, then I leave. And that was your set? No, that was that was that was the sound check for my set, ah. which is the the. One of the biggest things I've adhered to throughout my stand-up career was don't let them see you until you're starting. Because gotcha. there's nothing worse than going out and then leaving and starting again. But the people, most of the people who were there last night have come to other tapings like this, so they know the deal. So I walk off, and the stage manager does the thing with the clapperboard. Uh, you know, scene three, click, and he uh -huh. scurries off the stage, and then from the back. I hear the camera guy like counting down. He counts from five real loud. And, and then they start cheering the 12 people so cheering. We'll, we'll do it like this cheering, yeah. but they were very nice. And so I went out and did the, did the, I only had to do 15 minutes. So my new stuff, my freshly written COVID jokes, which I write it. And then I, uh Oh, I guess. <laughs> and it in your face. Yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's all they are. The, um, the, the new stuff got a couple laughs, you know, I'm not going to say I killed, but in front how of terrible, people, I know this is not at all the platform noon. And how terrible is it to ask you to do a joke to give us a COVID joke? Oh, it's awful. Okay. But then I, I didn't did, ask uh, that here. I said, I, um, one of them was, you know, how excited I was to be there because this is the first time I've worn hard pants in seven months. That's good. And I go, I'm not a fan. I said, I know the 
you know, I know that COVID has been horrible for all of us on a lot of ways, but I got to be honest, I can get behind pajamas 24 <laughs> seven. These are good. This was, you know, then I went on to talk about how a zoom call is basically an entire body mullet because I'm business up top, but party down below. <laughs> Ooh, wait a minute. I don't know. It sounds like you killed. Were you filming a Netflix <laughs> special? Yeah, he was. This was the Noonan special. This is your Netflix special. Yeah. Well, it's my Netflix special. Um, nice. I thank you. I will get a copy of the tape and I will put it on the YouTube channel. Okay, um, good. For those of you who are who are really, I love the body punishment. mullet concept. That is huh. absolutely accurate. That a body mullet is the clothing we wear whenever we do anything professional in quarantine. Right. It's business in business in the front, party in the back. Well I just done, Noonan. It. Yeah. And then uh, talked about how Debbie and I have run out of things to say. Um, <laughs> that in mid-June, we just looked at each other and went, yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> and that she is the worst improviser. Because I tried to keep conversation going. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, but she's the worst improviser. She can't yes and to save her life. <laughs> and so, you know, now it's like now it's like quest for fire at our house. We just grunt at each other. <laughs> well, I saw her Facebook post about that, Brian. You can't, you just, you gotta stop just throwing out suggestions for a scene. You know, that, I think that's your problem is you're, <laughs> you just like, she walks in the room and you just look at her and you're just like, uh, two doctors in a Starbucks. And you know, oh, she always says gynecologist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not working. It's not, I'm just yeah. saying. All I think right, there's so probably some meaning behind what she's doing there, Noonan. Could be. <laughs> Could be. Probably a message. Uh, uh, let's see. Anyway. Barbara, says it, Barbara said it was different. I called at 2 p.m. and got my seat after you mentioned it on TMJ. But you asked about dogs. I had my dog mask on and you didn't call on me when you asked about dogs. I'm sorry, Barbara. It was, you know, the lights were in my eyes. There was 12 people. I couldn't really tell what was on anybody's mask. I, Don't forgive you know, him, Barbara. Never forgive yeah, him. Take I apologize. To come, to yeah. another, come to another show. Uh, yeah, I did some dog bits. I did nice. uh, did a bit about how I lost uh, how I lost the weight because I didn't I was tired of breaking toilet seats. Uh, <laughs> you know, fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic stuff. Yeah, I'm glad you did it all here. Well, I did the first couple here, but okay, that was the new stuff. But I, you know, it was fun. It was fun for me because I, you know, they they were a great twelve people. They, uh, to be honest, they were laughing. Everybody was playing along. There was a guy who looked very grumpy up front. So I was picking on him. It was, you know, so they were really nice. I had a good time and uh, got to roll with some things and improvise some things on my own. And I added, I actually added a uh, couple lines that I'm like, oh, I got to keep that one because I just did it last night. And that was that. Is, that the, is that the smallest thing you've ever played, by the way, Noonan? <laughs> smallest theater, smallest crowd? Not the smallest crowd, but the smallest crowd in the biggest venue. Okay. You know, but that was, wow. they did it, they do it this way because of COVID. They're like, they want some people in there, but um, they don't want, you know, because I thought it was us doing stand-up in front of nobody. And that, that's horrible. Yeah. yeah, it is. I've done it, the smallest I've done is two people. That was like, <laughs> I, it was either in a bar or a bowling alley doing And we need that theater. story. I, you know what, you can lump all of those horrible one-nighters together into, okay. uh, it's a payday mm -hmm. and it's how you, it's how you By become a comedian, I guess. 
By the way, Barbara said that she felt bad for the first guy. I now desperately need us to have that guy on as a guest. I don't know what happened with the first guy who was on the show. She said, you did great. The guy before you was good. But the first guy she felt bad for, we need him on the show. ASAP. I did not... um... I did not watch the first guy, to be honest. Ah, very diplomatic of you. Yeah, right, yeah. No, I didn't. I was in talking to Nor are you watching The Bachelor Bachelorette. I get it. I was streaming The Bachelorette. (laughs) Um, And I actually streamed it while I was on stage. Barbara's nice to not say that, but I was watching Mm -hmm. The Bachelorette while I was. was, I'm so much on autopilot and so above (laughs) all of this that I was actually watching The Bachelorette. Yeah. Uh, while sitting on a stool and drinking a mimosa, uh-huh. and I just was autopiloting <laughs> everything. It was it was by rote. It was as if I was uh, doing Mary had a little lamb. See now mm. I believe it. This all makes sense. This yeah. I believe. Yeah, that's how I that's how I work. That's that's the craziness. Barbara was in the. I remember you, Barbara, in the bright pink shirt, bright pink sweatshirt. Yes, I remember. You were sitting to my. If I was looking, you were to my left on the aisle. There Maybe. you go. See, that's that's pretty good. I you For know you man, text, I got a good memory. You texted me a couple days ago, and you were like, "Yeah, I got a sh- I got a show on Wednesday." And I remember at one point you'd done some kind of comedy thing on the internet or something. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe you didn't. Didn't you do some Zoom comedy? Thing? No, no, uh-uh. you never did. No. Okay, fine. All right, God. well, whatever. I didn't know if it was going to be in person. Because uh, yeah, uh, I was asked about it by my wife and. Hey, wow. uh, and she, yeah, she she was like, he's doing comedy in person. And I was like, I don't think so. And that doesn't well, sound like Brian. What, you only... turned over a new leaf in my absence. <laughs> no, I am still, I turned down a gig last weekend that would have been two nights um, in Kenosha. One, uh, because Wisconsin is out of its mind with Corona. There, it's worse the wild... than us? Because we're, we're going through the roof too now. Yeah, you're, you're. Things are things are things are rough all over. DePage County just locked back down, and Rockford just locked back down. So, all my friends and family, basically, except you guys. You guys are in good areas, right? No, <laughs> Chicago's shutting back down. No, Chicago, they cured it. There's nothing anymore. I mean, all the all the bars and restaurants are shut down, right? Yeah, Trump. Trump is. He's got a Dude, different I got the DePage County email that was like, uh, okay, what? Like, it was funny because the vigil, Village of Lombard sending these emails, and I get their like newsletter, and at the top of every one, it's like, okay, our case rate is, uh, yeah, I don't know what it was, like whatever percent, and if it's one percent higher for like three days in a row, we got to go on extra lockdown. So they kept doing it, like every day they would send one, being like, so we're probably going to go on lockdown, like this kind of like very nasty word of passive aggressive. So then we go on lockdown and I get the lockdown, uh, you know, manifesto or whatever. And it's like, okay, well, now bars will close early at 11 p.m. And dun, dun, dun. there will be no indoor seating in bars, <laughs> but only outdoor seating. And it's it's like, it's like no party buses. I'm just like, are you, how much are you quelling the spread with these measures exactly? <laughs> <laughs> I think the party buses is significant. I think there's a lot less spread. Really? The bar thing? The party buses alone, that was like 30%. How many party buses are rolling out near you? Now, if they did that in Wrigleyville, yes. Right. That would cut the case rate in half, right? Like in, in a day. Yeah. But uh, out here, I don't know. I don't see a lot of party buses. Though I live near a school, so an elementary school, so I maybe they're not supposed to drive by. I don't know. I'm just saying that the, the measures no, I think didn't that's just seem... pedophiles. <laughs> 
Hold on. Yeah. I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna pull up these measures. You tell me on a scale of one to ten how. Uh, oh God, where am I gonna find it? I gotta look for it. Oh, my, God, my wife just brought me another beer. Um, my, this one is the Snickers Cream Ale. Ooh. So these are the two candy beers that I got from uh, New Orleans. So I'll tell you in a minute if it tastes like a Snickers. I'm going to okay. open another natural light. I hope that's so. all I have. Okay. Yeah, bars, tables should be six feet yes. apart. No standing or congregating indoors or outdoors while waiting for a table or exiting. Okay, if you're with a party, whatever. I don't know. No dancing or standing indoors. How do you go indoors if you can't stand indoors? It's it's. I don't know. <laughs> They mean you just can't, uh, I guess you just can't uh, mill about. Yeah, it's just like gaming in casinos closed at 11 p.m. Like, basically, they're like a bunch of places closed two hours early. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't totally understand. Yeah, I, I get what your point is, Cody. And I don't totally understand the time thing. Like, does coronavirus not wake up during the day? Is it lazy? Like, why does it matter it, if it, it closes at 11? It's like gremlins. You can't feed it after midnight. Okay. So they well, figure if they close the bars at 11, then, right. you know, COVID won't be able to eat because everybody will be home. Yeah. And that's how that works. I think they figure that after 11, if you're still out drinking after 11, you're going to make <laughs> poor choices. You're not going to socially distance is what you're saying? No. And you're going to take your mask off and try to mac on some honey. Okay. Is that what mm -hmm. kids do? They still mac on honeys? I mm -hmm. think so. Yeah. All right. That's a new <laughs> app. Oh, aggressively <laughs> aggressively hold on honey I'm grab my phone and download it right now yeah are you guys on honey macker it's great <laughs> honey macker's fantastic <laughs> i was trademarking the app name honey, honey macker i'm gonna yeah, please Google do that please right do now. it and if it's not trademark it immediately <laughs> honey <laughs> macker honey macker from the brian noonan show i can't wait for us to have the first app did you mean honey maker there is a uh oh facebook God. search for people, wait, there's a girl named, there are several women named Honey yeah. Macker. I'm trying to see if we can get the Twitter, Honey Macker, see if that's already taken. All right. Honey, Honey Macker is already taken on Instagram. And it's, it's, already, <laughs> it's already taken on Twitter, too. Wow. I know, that's terrible. This took it a weird turn. It is very sad, quite frankly. <laughs> this I took a it. weird turn. This guy only has one follower, and he's only following 11 people, though, so we might be able to buy Honey Macker out. What a loser. That I know. person has no value as a person. That's what I think. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You're coming in hot after paternity leave. Hey, How man, I, I'm still on paternity leave. I just decided to come back to the show. I, I I wanna, glad I wanna... I'm glad you gave up. I think for uh, for this uh, exercise, you've been on paternity leave enough. I want to follow the thread, though. How many followers do you need to be worthwhile as a human, Cody? Yeah, 17,000. 70,000. So we're 17... all worthless? 17,000. So I need like two more okay. on uh, Twitter. How many am I up to? All right. I got a lot of robots on there working yeah, for there you me. Go. There helping you go. me out. I don't pay for followers, wow. but I pay for engagement. I have 13.7 thousand followers. Well, you're All close. Right. Really? You're close to having value as a human. Yeah. Now, Cody, wow. Cody hustles on the Twitter. I have he, bots. He's, a, he's a valuable, valuable follower. I don't see I have Cody on Twitter that often. I have barely tweeted uh, during paternity leave because I wanted to disconnect from the internet a little bit more than usual, That's which is why I wasn't doing the quarantine cast because I was like, I want to be present. I don't want like my brain to be in 12 places. Now, that said, I spent the last three days online shopping to get stuff to finalize my podcast studio. But, uh, you know, some things, you know, you, you got to use the internet as a tool. Actually, I checked Facebook last week and I hadn't checked it since before the baby was born. So it had been uh, 
full, basically full two months. Somebody wrote on my wall at like the end of September that he listened to my podcast. And I was like, hey, thanks. Just saw this. Sorry. Did your brain get better when you were off social media for two months? Like, were you happier, healthier? Was your life better? Were, was there music playing behind <laughs> you at times? I mean, I'm, I'm still on Twitter, like a decent amount, just kind of mindlessly scrolling. I will say that I don't think that, like nothing good ever comes of it, right? Like, right. Like, have you ever checked social media and then like turn it off and you're like, I'm in a better mood? Like, no, no. That doesn't, it doesn't mm -hmm. happen. And I'm, I'm really, really not okay with like all the data collection and stuff. Uh, like I, I banned my my wife from <laughs> posting pictures of our kid on Instagram, which she has violated twice, by the way. Has she? Because um, I've been I haven't seen, and I I was even talking uh, last night or Tuesday night on uh, WTMJ about baby names and stuff, and I said, "Oh, my friend just had a baby," but I I didn't mention your son's name at all. I've been respecting that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, yeah, his name hasn't been on the gram, but a couple of pictures, good. I guess that's all right. But yeah, this is, I don't want it to be like a data collection thing. And then you got to think about like, wait, you have a podcast with your wife, Craig? Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, Betty was the most popular, uh, guest co-host, whatever you want to call her on the Craig Collins show. And so <laughs> she was, I'm, I'm not li like, people I, I love believe her. it. There She's were awesome. drops. There were drops where callers would call in and just say, everybody loves Betty and hang up. That's a thing that happened. Um, <laughs> so uh, we're doing this thing two or three times a week now because Betty tells me when to podcast and I just, I hit all the buttons and do it where we just talk about nonsense. And some of it's uh, relationship stuff. And sometimes I try to make sure that I throw a topic at her that she's not expecting. And I try to avoid the shoes. That's pretty much the show. That's probably best. What <laughs> shoes? She throws shoes, Cody. She throws chanclas. It's called avoiding the chancla from the Craig Collins show. It is available on all of the places that you can get a podcast. Uh, we've done two episodes so far. Another one is dropping tomorrow. Thank you, Barbara, for helping out. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. You waste no time. I do not. Good for you. Thank you, buddy. Anyway. Anyway. What? So, what wait, so what, how did you, uh, how did you talk to your wife about this violation of your privacy or your son's privacy? Oh, I was just like, yeah, I mean, it, like he's so little and his name's not on there that it's like, okay. And I get that there's a lot of baby pictures, but there's this like inherent peer pressure from other people because she goes on Instagram and it's all our friends and all their kids and they're cute and they get to share. But like, right. I don't like, I don't like any kind of social media. Did you guys watch the social dilemma? The Netflix I did started it. So, okay. So I watched the first 20 minutes and then told her a little bit about it. And then she's like, we should watch it. I would like to watch it. So we'll, we'll watch the rest later. But I've interviewed Jaron Lanier. Uh, I interviewed him for Curiosity Daily last December. Um, Jaron is the VR creator, the guy with the crazy dreadlocks. Yeah. Um, and he's the guy that wrote the book, 10 Reasons You Should Quit Social Media Right Now. And even though I interviewed him about VR, he got into the book because he's really into that topic. Um, I don't like the idea of having my kid tied up with a quantifiable um, like validation from other people. Like, I don't want to post a picture of my baby and then like have that connected to me thinking about how many likes it might get. You know, it, it just yeah, seems like a what very if people super... say, you, and do you want, I mean, most people aren't going to troll a baby, are they? <laughs> that I'm not worried about. It's just, like I said, like I like I don't want to post a picture oh and then God, be like, I can't. You know, checking immediately being like, oh well, there's only like 80 likes on this one. Well, this is a better one. Like other people 
don't determine how cute my kid is or how much I love him or how awesome he is. And but it's they not, should. It, it, they, yeah. It's none of other people's business. Like how cute my kid is. Like they, you know, it's not, they don't take care of him. I do. Like I can do what I want with his pictures. I can share them with some close friends and family, but like, I don't need to broadcast and like make him a product. It's just, the, I don't know. It cheapens it. I think the, the internet is not above, um, trolling a baby by the way. So I think Cody is definitely, uh, and there's, um, a chef Kobe, which is a baby that I like that's on social media. Uh, and I follow, uh, do you guys know who chef Kobe is? No idea. No. He's got like a million Instagram followers. Now he he's a baby. He's a little baby and he cooks, he cooks things. Gordon Ramsay loves him. Um, but now there's a lot of product placement of Chef Kobe's Instagram account sure, because I think Chef the parents Kobe's making the money. Well, I think the parents realized they could make the cash, and it's starting to get a little bit less interesting than it was before. And so there are some trolls that hit the Chef Kobe every once in a while, and he has no idea, so he's blissfully are they unaware. Him or his parents, though, I, I find I think, it hard to troll a baby. I think it's 7, probably the parents. Hours, not no, a no, he's got a million on the Insta. There's no way. What are you on? Chef Kobe's got a million. I searched wow. Chef Kobe. Oh, that's Chef Kobe fan. But where's you know, that, see, that's the fake. That's the knockoff. You got to get rid of that. It's it's at Kobe underscore YN. That's the real Instagram. He's got 2.5 million followers now, actually. 2.5 mil. And I found him at 500,000. Talked about him on the Craig Collins show. Set him off on a trajectory. I think that was all the Craig Collins show bump. Could be. Could be. Juden doesn't think so. Cody doesn't care anymore. This baby is like... That really is funny looking. That is what you were just oh talking about, though, Cody. This is monetizing a baby. That's yeah, I can't know. I won't even. And there's there's people that do podcasts with their kid. There's no way. And, mm -hmm. and let me explain exactly why. Uh, it's because we, like when you're on mic, you're a certain persona, right? We we right. are ourselves, but we are some exaggerated version of of whatever, and we go into like a mode, right? Like Not if me, I'm, I'm 100 genuine. Yeah, exactly. If I'm acting, if I'm, if I'm engaging with my son, I want to be authentic. And I, my role is dad, not co-host because like, that's a very <laughs> different role. And he doesn't get to see me in that role. Just like, you know, he's not going to be in the text message group with all my high school friends. Cause that's where I get to say inappropriate, offensive things to them. And we get to troll each other, but like, that's not the role that he gets to see me in. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I, I am violently against family podcasting with children and stuff like i'm not gonna do youtube videos i'm not gonna like have them on my show like none of that nah not gonna happen okay wow maybe that's why molly maybe that's why molly won't uh, guest on this she only wants to see me as dad she doesn't but want molly, to see me as co-host molly she was older though when you oh, did yeah. that oh i know listen i didn't even you remember when you started working with me i didn't even say her name on the air. yeah yeah for years you know what's so interesting about it is the the huge gap here. And Molly went into entertainment, Noonan. She went into the world that maybe Cody is trying to steer his child from, and you might have tried but then she to steer Molly from. How so did she, that? She realized it was that's horrific, true. so she yeah. left it. <laughs> true. Are you are you thrilled that she's out of it right now? Yes, a okay. thousand percent. Do you know how much she was working? Whew. It was ridiculous. Yeah. That, that was that is interesting. Just awful. What's going on? I think one of the dogs is trying to get in here. Let me ask a judge's ruling. My internet is back, but in order for this to continue, we would have to log out and start it again. Is it better to just keep it going this way? I think that our listeners will come back, our followers, our viewers. I think that the internet is valuable. But if, I, we, if, we, if we take two seconds, 
and log out. I'm already on the, I've already got the tab open to, to do it. You guys have the link and we lock it back in right away. Oh, we're fine this way. I mean, everybody can hear you. All right. Okay. And see you. All right. I don't know. Yeah. Craig, what's your deal? I, I was going the other road. So we have, we have uh, dueling opinions now. Um, wow. And so, you two are, I defer to you young tech uh, gurus. I mean, I don't know. I think that Cody's probably right as far as uh, uh, potentially losing part yeah, of our audience. Yeah, we're in. Well, I have been his producer for longer, but you are a successful <laughs> producer and national radio host. So uh-huh. uh, I think I'm I'm punching above my weight a little bit here. No, well, Christi- you're not. Christine is saying we could all take a potty break. I wasn't yeah. thinking of that long. Well, hey, Brian's on his phone. He could take a potty break while we're doing this. <laughs> yeah, I could. Oh, I could tube in this whole thing. Can't you, can't you join again or no? No, because I went to I went to log in because I'm because I'm logged in on the account here. Gotcha. I can't log in on my computer. Gotcha, gotcha. Wait, 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 Brian. Are you is your phone connected to your Wi-Fi? Is oh no, not no. Because it was go. off. Hold on. Yeah, because some go. people are like, oh, he's breaking up a little bit. I am he's breaking up, but you're time. you're right. It's because I had to go to data. So mm-hmm. hold on, kids. There, there might be a, to get better. There might be a quick hiccup in the connection or whatever, right. but like yeah. I think once he's on the Wi-Fi, I think we'll be good to go. All right. We'll How are golden. you, Cody? And so your internet's worked every time you've done a radio show, Craig. Yes, I've never had the problem that Noonan had today, but I, I have a secret as to why that is true um, that I can tell Noonan. Well, sure. Just, now, just Brian and not me. Well, no, I'll tell you too. I, okay. I just figured Noonan would I know. I have business internet, um, and that's supposed to be a dedicated connection. And you, uh, if you use the internet for business purposes, or if you incorporate like I did, uh, you can. I think you could probably buy it anyway. I don't think they care. It's more expensive, but the pitch is <laughs> they'll tell you the pitch is that it's dedicated to you, and if you have an outage, they understand that it's business related, so they'll fix it quicker. Um, okay. I imagine that if Comcast went down all around you, that there's nothing you would have done anyway. Um, yeah. But they claim, and I've never had an outage, so hopefully, you know, that's why. But I, I pay for business internet. Just get AT&T. Oh, yeah, it was, uh, better anyway. This is Xfinity, the nightmare. But all right, now, <clears throat> now we are, uh, now I'm on Wi-Fi on the phone. Ooh. Well, Perfect. it already looks, as because I'm watching this and I'm watching the feed on Facebook, it already looks a little clearer on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so, yeah, all right. There we go. Yeah, yeah. but, uh, you know. I'm trying to do, you know, I, I got my little ring light, Cody, that you uh, told me about. Yeah. Nice. Oh, have, yeah. Next week, I'll have, last week, Craig knows, I used the brand new uh, high-def webcam. We look good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I will, um, I need, my my podcast studio looks very uh, basic and kind of plain behind me, but I it's still a work in progress. It's actually extremely impressive. Uh, on the other side, like I've got, I've got my rack up there. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. I've got, uh, like I've got, I put carpet in this closet. I have LEDs all around the edge. Can't you uh, turn the camera? So no, where, are you still yeah, in the I, office or are you somewhere else? Where did you? Yeah, and I'm still in the office. No, I've got, your I got office. my office out there with the dragon, and yeah. and I got my my dual monitor set up over there, and just crap everywhere because I'm just like, there's, it's a total disaster uh, construction zone. Today I went to Home Depot and I got a bunch of uh, eight foot two by fours, and I'm actually I ordered some canvas and I got some uh, rock wool safe and sound, which is like a, a rock 
installation thing and i'm going to be building mm. my own acoustic panels Ooh, um wow. to and i got a i got a a dewalt i think or something uh a um a table what's it called the the saddle horse whatever doesn't matter you know what i'm talking about right the no saddle horse now you got a saw horse thank you uh -huh. thank you i thought he had a mechanical bull we'd be we'd be good be on the $25,000 pyramid yeah That'd be very good so you 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 what are you saw horsing? I'm gonna uh well I needed it to because I got a clamp. I'm gonna cut the I'm gonna cut the wood boards, I'm gonna screw them together, I'm gonna get it all set with the frame, uh, and then I'm gonna put in this insulation material that is really sound absorbent, and then I'm gonna uh I got some um some weed uh that's not gonna help you with your podcast. It yeah, will really though. it'll slow you down. You have no idea. It'll no, I've just got alleviate the, some anxiety. Seriously, the, you're not gonna build anything. <laughs> It's, it's the weed control buzz. fabric. <laughs> what is it? The there's a roll of like it's like a light, like dark material, and you it's to protect against weeds. I don't know. And then I got some weed block. What is it? Weed landscape fabric. Weed block. Got weed block landscape fabric for the back, and then I've got for the front. I got uh, I couldn't get I couldn't find purple burlap because it's going to be purple. It's going to look rad. Um, are you paying got, for all this or is the company throwing down? I'm paying for it. Uh, wow. <laughs> nice. You paid for your setup, Greg. Like, you paid for your setup, did you? I did. I incorporated, though. I made a company and then the company paid for it and then I got taxes back. I, I essentially did Trump taxes for a few years. Wow. It was great. Man, oh, man. Recommended I heavily. seeking your counsel earlier. Yeah, time, you got to do the Trump taxes for a couple years. You got you to roll that dice. Well, I'm going to be able to build multiple panels because I'm going to do a couple smaller ones to put in the corner for base straps. Um, I'll be able to make a bunch of them way cheaper than if I had bought online. Like if I had bought a couple online for that wall, it would have been like 160 bucks. The way yeah, I'm terrible. doing it, I'll be able to fill the oh. whole closet and then get extra panels for the rest of the house for like 100 basically. Actually, the Rockwell Safe and Sound, I went to Lowe's. So it's just like, it's this thick, it's like a fiberglass in terms of insulation, but it's a little safer, hence safe and sound. Uh, and I went to Lowe's, use, and there's a giant, it's a giant thing of it, for like a bunch of square feet. And uh, it's usually like $56. So there was one that had fallen off a pallet and it like ripped open the corner of it. So some of it had expanded. Yeah, and yeah it had it. done that. I got it. No, <laughs> Dude, totally, Cody. Yeah, so I, Cody you didn't do that. Knife right. Slash. Yeah, he wasn't it, doing that there. It was marked down from $56 to 11. Uh-huh. 11 <laughs> bucks. Wow. Yeah, dude. So like there's all a tip the for all you shoppers. Break things. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to do it. And um, the show is so dishonest. Brian loves the bachelor and bachelorette and lies about it. Cody breaks things in stores. Uh -huh. I'm well, the only one that can be trusted. <laughs> I paid exactly the correct up. amount of taxes. If the loophole exists, it's not my fault. That's true. I thought I saw some graphic that like uh, it was like a heat map of where the IRS actually audits people on their taxes. Mm -hmm. uh, and of course, it was disproportionately like places where minorities live, which is depressing. But yeah. uh, for some reason, like the heat map was very not all over Illinois at all. Like no oh. one in Illinois ever gets audited. Apparently, Until I admitted it on this show. All right. I'm going to be audited tomorrow. Yeah, you, that's probably 
the one thing you don't want to brag about is, man, I was screwed right. up my taxes for years. It's <laughs> unbelievable. I did, I did them all right. I hired an accountant and stuff, guys. I'm sure I did them correctly. Listen, You're I sure he did them correctly? Told, told us it was all yeah. your audit, so I'm not worried Or she. About he or she. It's a he. Mm. Why? You don't trust a woman with money? No, okay, this, this guy was recommended to me. It had nothing to do with it. I, I asked. Yep, Noonan just died. <laughs> this guy was recommended to me by another colleague that was going to go in on my business and then didn't. He said he was great and cheap and he was all those things. Mm. Hold on. I'm walking over to the door. Okay. Sounds good. The dog is whining to come in. Aww. Oh, Show dude, the- Roger's watching. Good. I've been waiting for this. Roger. I got this thing from Roger like two weeks ago and I said I'd send a picture and I didn't because I have a baby that's mm-hmm. always needing something. So wait, let me get it. Hold on. Oh, you okay. weren't going to send you're a picture just, of the baby? You're just both going to leave the show. No, I'm Noonan. here. I've been talking the whole time. I know, that's but the Noonan's benefit of doing dog. it on the phone. That's true. Because then, you know, I was able to let Gidget in. Okay. You know, Roger so is now the second person. Too. There it is. Roger is now the second person to comment on Cody's hair. And we have not gotten an explanation as to why the hair has definitely changed. The hair is a lot less, I don't know. There's it's no just, poof. There's no awesome. There's no, no product. I don't yeah. do anything with it because I don't. Because uh, you have uh, a baby, darn it. I have a baby, dude. I, I don't have time for that. Um, I'm actually <laughs> out of hair gel. Actually, last week I, I wanted a baby to get. Thing. Right, well, let, dude, last week I wanted to get a haircut. And then my, my wife was like, oh, well, DePage County just locked down extra. Can you maybe not go get COVID so that you can do your stupid hair yeah. for the quarantine cast? And I was like, fine. Did you watch subsequent movie film and enjoy it a lot? I didn't enjoy it a lot. Uh, I didn't enjoy it a lot either. I didn't think it was that good. We all don't think that. I didn't like it as much as the first one at all. Yeah, Not even same. close. All of it was much more manufactured and stupid. Yeah, I can tell you and exactly I why. The, I didn't need the heartwarming tale of he and his daughter. Okay. Cody, exactly why what? It, uh, sequels generally uh, focus too much on exposition. That's the problem. A comedy movie is just a bunch of jokes stringed together. And with the second one, you like a lot of writers end up feeling like they have to justify whatever's happening. And so you get a lot of expository scenes that just don't have right. jokes in them. And that's what happened with Borat. And like they put jokes in them, but the, it was so predictable and like so paint by numbers that you're just like, like the second she like showed up for the second time, I was like, ugh, she's going to be a through line in the movie. And she was phenomenal. But right. Like, that's not why I like that, that. Those weren't the funniest parts, right? Like, if you want to make a movie about just that, then do that and don't like Brandon Borat. But the first movie was so good because it had all these hilarious, absurd things. Yeah. Right. So. And, you, and you didn't. The fact that he had to explain that when he got to America, everybody knew him. Well, that that blows the whole concept. The yes. beauty of the first one was nobody knew who he was. Nobody knew they were getting caught. This was just okay. We we've we've been here. This is all a retread. Yeah, you know. And and I wanted to like it. Um, I fell asleep the first time I was watching it, <laughs> so I made it about halfway through. And then I okay. woke up and I was like, "Oh, I'll watch it tomorrow." And I watched the second half, and I I had a few genuine laughs, but not not enough. Yeah. No, there were, uh, there were several moments in the movie that just felt like they dragged way too much, like they were kind of stuffed in there. And I don't know if that's because they attempted some things, they didn't work as well as they wanted them to, 
but then coronavirus hit. So maybe they couldn't go try more things. I don't know how many things end up on the cutting room floor for yeah. a Bo Rat movie. And if we got a lot of cutting room things, but only half of it was even at all entertaining. I think, I think at least half was what you just described. I did see him on Colbert. I don't know if you guys saw him telling a behind the scenes story and showing some footage that they didn't show of people that that scene where he's singing at the rally. Yeah. Uh, he got recognized by some people from Black Lives Matter who were there infiltrating to get intel, intel on this rally. And once they recognized him, then somebody from the gun rally recognized him and they tried to storm the stage. And he got hustled off by his own security into the back of an ambulance to get out of there. And as he was saying, is the door locked? People were pulling the door open to try to get at him. Wow. So I was like, that was kind of cool. I would have liked to have seen that in the movie where, you know, but that's, you know, then his cover was blown. So you couldn't, yeah. it didn't fit the story. But I was like, that was an interest. That was a very interesting anecdote. Yeah. The synagogue was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> that killed oh, me. With the, when he walked it. Yes. That, that destroyed me. I mean, that yeah. was, it was, that was so so funny um but uh there were one or two other parts too but that 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 got me well, and rudy giuliani is that's memorable you're not you're gonna and, remember that you know you could tell that was dishonest editing like i yeah. actually like while i was watching that and I, I didn't really see the press coverage and the i i saw some stuff like giuliani responds but i didn't know yeah. what happened till yeah. i watched it i felt genuinely bad for the guy uh watching it i didn't think he was very creepy i i thought he was like an old guy with a young yeah. girl flirting with him and he acted normal and he had to put his pen, his hand down his pants to take his mic out. I've been mic'd up. Brian, you've been mic'd up. Yeah. We all well, know what it's like to be mic'd up. The, I will agree with you to a point, to the point where let's <laughs> go have a drink in the bedroom. That that's where. Sure. You go, no, there's no, if he's, if he's there and he'd take it off the mic and he reaches into his pants. Yes. But he, to go in the bedroom and be sitting on the bed and then lay back to take the mic. I've never, of all the mics I've had on me, I've never had to go into my pants to get rid of them. I've <laughs> well, gone into my I... pants for a lot of other reasons, co-stars, etc. Can, can I take a substantial risk and ask an awkward question? Yeah. Are we, why, are we all ready? Why worry about that now? <laughs> I, well, I, I, I don't know. Um, Giuliani, he's divorced from his third wife now, right? Like they were, they were not together during the shooting of the movie. I don't know. Okay, because that, that, that relationship uh, that relationship ended. Giuliani's relationship ended last year. I don't. I don't think so. If an attractive reporter is hitting on you as a single guy, and I'm not saying exactly what happened because the movie doesn't show it exactly that way, but if that were the case, is it wrong to return that interest uh, if that was what was happening? Because Giuliani defending it, saying he was just taking his microphone off, all that stuff. If he misinterpreted the moment purposefully because the other person was showing interest that wasn't real and he's single, what are we judging now? I mean, it's not appropriate. I'm still going to say it's not appropriate for someone in a high power situation to wind up having a romantic fling with someone immediately after an interview. That's an odd thing to happen. But like, what are we judging him for if she was trying to get them to go that road? I'm asking the question. I will Either answer of you want the answer. question. After I bust your balls for staying in that, uh, you know, talk show, conservative talk show host bubble, which I love. 
All right. So I'm ready now for that, all this. Now that I've busted your balls enough, yeah. I will say if he is a single man, yeah. he is not her boss. Correct. If she is if she is the one doing the pursuing, then Correct. it's not you got to take the age out because people, everybody has everybody. Yeah, uh, Mike says, "Isn't she supposed to be underage?" She's twenty three. Know that? Yeah, she's actually twenty three years old. By the way, the actress she, is is right. certainly as, of age. As a real life person, she is not underage. Yeah, the character is supposed to be fifteen. Right, but, and that's not how he was told. Like he wasn't informed on any of that. Right. Now, is it his? At some point, you go, "Hey, how old are you?" Right. Well, May, let me let me yeah. be as specific as I can, by the way. If I were a very famous person that had just done an interview and I'm taken, by the way, so this I have to pretend I'm single. Uh, but if Where I had, the shoes, <laughs> a very famous person just did an interview with someone and they start to like flirt with me, I would not be interested in a romantic thing happening in that moment because of the dynamic of it that I was just interviewed for my fame. I wouldn't want to like that. You think it's going to be romantic? No, uh, whatever. I, I wouldn't want to go from interview to something else. I would maybe go on a date a week, a month, some odd, some amount of time after the interview. So I'm not okay. saying it's appropriate, but I am saying like, what are we judging him for if he was doing what he's accused of doing, which Cody has mentioned feels like uh, unfair editing and not real. But, but he, what, he, what, th there's no way he was doing what he's accused of doing. I know. Because, no. like, you got to remember, it wasn't just him and the girl in the room. It was the, the camera person. Well, right. he was the they would leave. No, in that room, supposedly it's hidden cameras in that room. And he's hiding in a closet that apparently, by the way, he has a security team, Rudy Giuliani does, that swept the the hotel room before the interview. They didn't find Bo Rat in a closet. Yeah, you fired that security team yesterday. Immediately. Yeah, how yeah. does that happen? How do you not fire how do you not look in a closet? Well, again, yeah, it wasn't closet a problem. closet closet, it was a manufactured cabinet. Yeah. Like, but they still. customized the room. So it wasn't like they just walked in and like, oh, there's the bedroom closet. Eh, we're not going to look <laughs> at that. We're good. That's crazy. Yeah. We're going to go somewhere else. Okay. Good talk uh, we all had here. I, I think no, I just think I, it was just, it was stretch. It was like when Aziza Ansari got like me too'd or whatever for yeah. a bad date. Like it's it's like okay, was some weird awkward stuff maybe happen? Yeah, but like. Is it Aziz, on the level that it's being presented as? I don't. I don't think so. It, it's grasping at straws, and I. I think it does a disservice when you're trying to discredit someone to put them in a situation that is like so questionable that we can have an entire conversation about it mm -hmm. uh, and not conclusively say, "Oh yeah, that was really bad." Yeah, uh, I think it is a disservice to 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 people trying to criticize that person legitimately sure. because there are more legitimate things you can criticize them on, like. You could take any, this is like trying to get Trump on, I don't know, like saying something, you know, inappropriate or whatever versus like, which time, like the things he's done, right? It, it's like, you, you can't do the gotcha on like, oh, he used foul language when he's like putting people in concentration camps, right? I'm like, get, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to get in trouble levels. again. I'm going to get in trouble for being the conservative radio host in the room. But there, if you judge Trump based on just the actions his administration has taken, I think people would like him more. I'm not saying that he hasn't done bad things. There's some bad things. Certainly the, the kids mm -hmm. in cages is a bad thing. But yeah. there are a lot of effective, successful things that he's done, certainly with the economy. That's that because is, society is awful. Uh, if, you, if you judged him based on his his record as a president and not all of the things he said. In as a capitalist who right. destroys no. the planet. 
Or, or uh, and he's going ways. to leave my my son and grandchildren <laughs> or, with a horribly warm planet with horrible that, no. temperatures and uh, no, disastrous things. weather yeah, patterns. And, uh, I'm just listen, saying, Craig, you're right. Because oftentimes I thought, I wish I could kill a bear while it was asleep in its cave. <laughs> oh. So thank God that the okay. Yes, you're, so you are in. correct. No, I we, often we, thought, you know what? We should. The air is for suckers. Breathing no, is we, for lunatics. We should all agree that a majority of the dislike of Trump comes from the way in which he handles himself as a human, not necessarily the decisions that are made by his administration. We we don't we don't attack on a daily basis. Uh, a lot of people don't attack the things that his administration did. They attack the words he said, which oh, I'm not. I, I think saying. I think the words the words are the icing on the uh, administration okay. cake. Okay. The immigration stuff. The uh, the yeah. environmental stuff. The uh, the stoking of divert division. I think the words are his administration has taken no action nice. other than other than to write negative things about people like the poor boys. So the words he spoke are the things you're upset with when it comes to those those groups, those fringe groups. His actions, he's actually deemed the KKK as a terrorist organization. Okay, well, I'm the actions of deregulating all the climate protections. Yeah, I don't, we shouldn't argue about this. We're going down the wrong path. You know, that yeah. I, I'm not going to, you know, the the trying to push through, uh, trying to push through a Supreme Court justice so that they can strike down affordable health care, which will then strip uh, millions of people of their health insurance yeah. while telling us he has a big, beautiful plan that he's been telling us about for four years and has sure. zero. And when they handed it to Leslie Stahl and she flipped through it, she was like, there's nothing in here. So yeah. um, those are actual policies. No, that's true. And, and nothing. honestly, uh, Cindy has weighed in on, on how he handled coronavirus, how he handled COVID-19. Yes, that's an actual administration decision that he made or didn't make at a federal level that has affected people. So I get that one. Uh, but I think that if he spoke differently, if he communicated less on social media, we would have a different opinion of him as people uh, if we judge just the administration and the actions it took and not the way in which he conducts himself as a human being. I, I agree with you, Craig, because a lot of people uh, are all nostalgic for the Obama years. And I had people telling me like, oh, watch the 60 Minutes interview with this like photographer that took pictures of the Obamas and oh, they were so classy and whatever. Obama is still a war criminal. He still killed a bunch of people with drone strikes. Like all our presidents have been murderous sociopaths and you can be nostalgic for when they were nice, friendly, murderous sociopaths like JFK. He was a sexy boy, but uh, he was also a murderous sociopath. So like all we're getting nostalgic for is a bunch of like, you know, like, uh, okay, mag like people magazine of Washington oh DC, like bullshit. Like they're all horrible people, right? Pretty much all our politicians are really awful. But like, if you're nice and you smile and you go to the White House Correspondence Center and you make a couple jokes, oh, then like, oh my God, I'd give anything for the Obama years again. Oh, he only killed hundreds of brown people with drone strikes, not thousands. Like, come on, give me a break. Everyone sucks. Check this out. Roger got me a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Red Ranger alarm clock. How's that for a transition? Wow. Yeah, Nick's I am, uh, hold Thank on. you, Maria. I have to sit down again oh my God. because I'm so dizzy from that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't this awesome? Dude, thank you, Roger. Roger sent this. Told me I had a Power Rangers alarm clock. This is pretty oh. amazing. Uh, I'm stoked about it. He even sent batteries with it, which probably isn't legal, but that's fine. I, who cares? 
Roger, by the way, actually, I definitely used your the drill that you gave me and a bunch of drill bits to put together this studio. Um, again, I've got to, uh, I've, I've got to, I've got to like step out of it to show you kind of the full scope of the LEDs and everything. But it's good. But this rules. This is going in uh, the baby's room, uh, and it's gonna be totally the raddest thing. So. I just had a rant. MFM radio too. Yeah, your your child's gonna be very afraid of Jason. That is I, I just scare the hell out of him. I just had a rant gasm. I didn't know I could have one of those, but Cody just gave me a rant gasm. That was incredible. Yeah. Did I make it awkward? I made it weird. I really no, don't like. Uh, I'm just. Politics. I'm just worried, and I, I don't even want to go here because Cody and I have gone down this path oh, God. before. You are going to vote, aren't you, Cody? Who do you think I voted for for president? I don't care about that. I'm just asking if you voted. Did you vote? Did I? Yes, yeah. I early voted. First day. I mailed in my ballot two days ago. All right. Just kidding. My, my wife mailed in my ballot. So either I did my civic duty, she did my civic duty, or she left it in the car and it never made it to the mailbox. But I handed oh, no. her my ballot and trusted her to do the right thing with it. And, uh, you know, now it's in God's hands. Now it's in <laughs> God's hands. The hands of God and Trump's attorneys. That's his hands it's in. Friend of the show, Dan Lloyd, says that it was very impressive to watch Cody go from a rant about politics to talking about the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It was quite a flip. I like I know. that. It was a rantgasm. That's what I it's called it. It's good that we're able to go down one path and immediately go, yeah, we're going in another direction. Well, and Cody and I saw the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie together. We, mm -hmm. we went Did to go really? see that. Yes. And Casey, I think, made fun of us. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she should have. I well, knew I liked Casey. Well, yeah. Do you remember before that movie came out, Twitch TV streamed every episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Yes, and like I, I do. Three week marathon. I had it on every time she came home, and yeah. she's like, like, "How are you still watching this children's show?" And the I was only like, oh amazing. God. The only reason I remember that is because you texted me. I think just about every day to tell me that it was on, and I kept going and watching it after Cody would say, "More Power Rangers today." It's yeah, great. Dude. I think they're making a second movie. By the way, I think they're making a sequel. There, people are making movies still. I thought Hollywood I think so. Closed. No. Yes, but they're all they're all with old ideas like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. <laughs> oh, right. There are no new stories. Cody, <laughs> did you see the movie with Rosie Greer and can't think of his name where the one guy had the others attached to his shoulder? Rosie Greer. Rosie Greer was a football player and an actor. After he after he played football, he was an actor and um he was very popular for a while. The thing with two heads. I did not see that. I did not see the thing with two heads. Interesting. 1972 American uh, science fiction comedy. Oh, because I had the thing. Have, have you guys watched any, uh, have you gone down the, like, have you treated October in a horror type way? Brian, did you watch anything creepy or scary or horror movie? I watched the new Adam Sandler, uh, Hobie Halloween. How was it? was, I was alone and I'd had a couple glasses of wine, so... <laughs> <laughs> all right dogs and i enjoy okay <laughs> packed a mighty vaporizer with some sativa a sativa did you, did you choose to drink wine after choosing the adam sandler movie or did the adam sandler movie come because of the wine chicken and, and the egg i mentioned to you last week i was by myself you know so i would have i i'm trying to think uh i had something for dinner that wine that went with wine or that wine went with could have been a bagel i don't know whatever i was drinking but no, I had the wine prior to 
the Adam Sandler movie, and then in addition to the Adam Sandler movie. Gotcha. So watch that. But no, I haven't watched any anything really. Scary. Debbie doesn't like scary movies, and I haven't. So I haven't. Um, did you guys know? Maybe we did. Would. You know that scary movies are the most likely to get someone laid after a date. Yep. <laughs> okay, Cody. We did you a story on wow. Curiosity Daily. I did a story on it on my radio show. Well, we are the same I person. Lived it, girls. You, <laughs> did you? Did you? Wait, was your first date with Debbie a horror date? A horror every, movie. Listen, every date with me was a horror date. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Brian's no, audio video breaking up. up. Yes, it is. It's unstable. I understand. We're we're not going to be doing this for much longer. And then, uh, and then next week I'll be back on the uh, on the nice new webcam. Mm -hmm. So wait, couldn't you just click the invite link on your computer and then have it have you join? No, I can't sign in. Do you need to sign in? I didn't sign in. I just clicked the link. Well, no, but he's hosting, Cody. He's yeah, hosting. I'm hosting. Neither of us are hosting. What if you go on your computer, right-click <laughs> on the link that you sent me and Craig, right. click open a new incognito tab. Yeah, but then but then the host will leave. Once nope. he disconnects the phone, the host you won't just You won't have to disconnect. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> right-click open phone. an incognito hold, window. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on and then mute on. the phone. Yes. I, and then mute the phone and turn off the video on the phone. Boom. Uh -huh. And then we have four screens and one of them's black, but we have a better connection. Yeah. Well, let's see. Hold on, boys. I'd love I mean, to do this in the last 20 minutes. I may not be the best producer, but I'm the cheapest producer. No, you're good. I understood none of what he said. It was like a robot. I'm That's a drunk robot. Yeah. yeah. His computer just got hammered. I dated a guy who drove a gremlin with yellow headlights. That's a horror show. It sounds like it. That does sound like it, Kim. I hope uh, I hope he never fed it after midnight, if you know what I mean. Hello. Stuff. Yeah, nice, nice, Cody. Thank you. Have you? What's your car? What do you drive now? I, forget. I don't remember. Uh, so, did you watch any horror things for the? No, I, I I don't love horror either. I don't really okay. like it. Okay. I, so, yeah. Neither does my wife. So. <laughs> Uh, what we decided to do now, no one knows where Brian is actually. He's gone. I don't check even know if he might be broadcasting this. He yeah. might be, uh, okay, I'll check. So, um, anyway, no, no she, text. she doesn't really like uh horror movies either, but uh, I visit, I, I broke quarantine and I visited a couple friends in uh, uh, just uh, outside the city, and they they really wanted to watch a horror movie. Right. So, my buddy John, uh, my buddy John has the horror movie streaming service, Shudder. Have you heard of this? No. So I'm there's not an entire John has this. Service. There's an entire streaming service that is only horror movies and horror related like stuff. Thrillers. We're seeing uh, Brian again, by the way. Brian, so you know we're seeing you. Yeah. I know I, well, I know you're seeing me shake my head in complete uh, disgust. Frustration. Yeah, I'm not going to be Shutter? able to do that because Yahoo now is not working either. Uh, my computer, the, my internet is back, but I can't sign in to the email that I sent you. So we're just going to have to deal with this or I'm going to say goodnight and you guys can finish or whatever. No, 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 no. Well, now you, now you, we can see and hear you. Okay. You're not choppy anymore. So that's yeah. good. You fixed that. Well, no, it's just the connection on the cell phone for this. It says right at the top, uh, mobile device support is limited. So 
Hannah Stanley, um, Hannah Stanley just uh, jumped into the old uh, the old chats, and she's saying she wants to be a part of the show. Hannah, we just added a third face mine. Listen, yeah, we can't add a fourth face yours. We would you love to take have a you face. as a guest one night. Yes. You can come out. We'd love to have you on to plug your show. No, she's going to uh, take a face. Probably this one. She can have it for a day. I was on here. I'll tell you show. what. If uh, if this happens again, you all can take my space because this is. <laughs> it's funny. Hannah Stanley's great, though. Cody, you've worked with me long enough. How do you? How well do you think I'm handling this, in spite of everything else? I mean, not well, but like it's still fine. Like it's it's fine. It looks fine, dude. That would be the dream, right there. Is like having Hannah as a guest. Uh, yeah. I I think I told her this last time I saw her, but uh, of all the villain hosts that I worked with at WGN, that wasn't that weren't Brian. Hannah mm -hmm. was my favorite to work with. Yeah, uh, Hannah, so Hannah is fantastic to work with. Get her on, and the two of you and her, it's just like, again, top three, top three broadcast people. But um, <laughs> uh, back to Shudder. So there's a streaming service, Shudder, and my friend John has seen, like, everything on it. Um, and uh, so they they queued up this, this horror comedy film on Shudder called um, Scare Me. Now, there, there's another film called Scare Me that came out this year that's really not good. It has like a three on Rotten Tomatoes. This is a Shudder original exclusively okay. for the service, and it is also called Scare Me. It was really good. Like, it was funny. There were no uh -huh. jump scares. It wasn't terrifying. It was so yeah. good. Like, I fin it's, it's about basically this pair of people that are kind of like holed up in a cabin and they tell each other scary stories, but it's really fun. So uh, mm -hmm. I showed it to my, my wife and we watched it and it, she loved it. Like she was like, that was a really, really good movie. Okay. So we watched that and then um, we went down the rabbit hole with a couple other films. There's a, there's a guy on Shudder. He actually does a live weekly show that they stream uh, every Friday night, I believe. And then you can watch it on demand after that. He's called like Billy Joe Bob or something like that. But he's this guy that's been, he's basically, he's like a former actor. He's been in some stuff. Um, but he's hes also like a film critic and has this like encyclopedic knowledge of cinema. And so every Friday he does like a Joe Bob or whatever drive in at the movies. So he'll sit down and he does like a monologue that's kind of like half comedy, half background on the movie you're about to see. Uh -huh. And you watch the first like half hour of the movie and then it cuts back to him and then he talks about some of what you just saw and talks about the actors and talks about like what you're about to see. And then it cuts back to the movie. So you end up watching the whole movie with these like little breaks for commentary. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. So we watched uh, we watched Heathers. Have you seen that movie? No. It's like an 80s, early 90s scary movie question mark about a bunch of like high schoolers murdering each other starring um, <laughs> who's the girl from Beetlejuice? Winona uh, Ryder. Winona Ryder, yeah. Winona Ryder and uh, not Patrick Swayze, but uh, some Christian other big Slater. name that you would recognize. Who is it? Christian Slater. Slater. Yeah, apparently Christian he's Slater. seen this movie. Thank you. You've seen it, right, Brian? Yes. Oh, my God. Hannah in the chat. It's so very. Yeah, they keep saying, like, it's so very. Uh, like Sven now... did it, by the way, apparently. Who did it? Sven Gulli. Did he? Sven... Uh, yeah, that's what Cindy's saying. I don't know. I didn't see any of this. Uh, I It's. It was pretty interesting. Um, so we watched Heather's. We watched some other movie with Joe Bob. We watched Scare Me. And then we watched a 1960s horror film, a Vincent Price horror film called Theater of Blood. Okay. Which is like... When did Nick D stop by? You've, you've seen the movie Seven, right, Craig? I have. Yes, that I've seen. You hit okay, me every, 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 until What's the plot? What's the, what does the guy do? 
in seven? Yeah. I don't want to ruin it for anyone that hasn't seen it. <laughs> seven seven has a horrific ending to the movie. Well, not the ending, but what's the what's the theme of the serial killer? The theme of the serial killer in seven, it's the seven deadly sins. That's the idea. Right. There's a murder based on every one of the seven deadly sins. Correct. And then it's got a horrific, horrific ending. If you don't want to know, or if you don't like that, I wouldn't well, watch not gonna, that I movie. Didn't, I didn't what's think, in the box? I, well, what's in the box? What? <laughs> what's in the box? What's in the box? Like, I didn't say. Don't hey, do hey, it. I don't want to relive that was. movie. Spacey. Oh, my God. What was that ending? What's in the box? Come on. I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. No, don't. I didn't say to. That, that's, that, Why that, would you that, bring up seven? Because theater of blood is like seven, but instead of murders based on the seven deadly sins, every murder is based on a Shakespeare play. Okay. And it's really over the top and ridiculous. See? See? And it's basically Vincent Price just doing cheesy Shakespearean monologues. Right. See, this uh, is like a bad version of the Riddler from the Batman. I wouldn't even pick this up if like a murderer was killing me based on Shakespeare plays. I wouldn't notice. It's funny. It's very I don't funny. know. I don't think so. It's very funny. A guy, a guy dies at one point and the police inspector tells yeah. like the director of the theater and he's like, my God, Richard III. <laughs> Can't, but the, okay, whatever. Kim, by the way, no, that's not what's in the box uh, for Kim weighing in on social media. Uh, however, when I was a um, wedding DJ, which I only was once, I thought it was hilarious to play that song several times. The drunker I got in the evening, because people were buying me drinks as the DJ, the more I played Dick in the Box oh. uh, from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, it was terrible. I was an awful DJ. I think eventually they took me out of the, the venue. Uh, but it was a good time. I think I had That's a good time. My favorite uh, Halloween DJ story. Sure. We had a Halloween party when we uh, when I lived with uh, my my two buddies in Wicker Park. A um, couple years after I moved into the city. Mm -hmm. Now we've Brian. Did you add a new screen or do we have a caller? Oh, 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 he did it. He did he the did thing. It. He did the thing. He did it. Well, all right. I don't know how you're going to hear me. I you're doing you're doing the computer audio. Okay, we're hearing your computer. Perfect. You can set up all the other stuff and then switch I it. I was just trying to turn. Noonan, we're doing another two-hour broadcast now that you've fixed this. We're going till, till midnight. Yeah, I can hear you. Well, he can't hear us. He's got things going on through his uh, board. He's got a soundboard. Oh. He'll figure it out. It'll, we'll sound. get there. Sounds better, Brian. It does, Kim. He does sound better. Yeah. Visually, he's much better. I mean, to be fair, you just did a major market radio broadcast before this with no internet. That's pretty impressive. What kind of uh, camera do you have, Cody? Your camera is very clear. Same one that Brian. Uh... Yes, well, just oh, that's not. His... In the, uh... Oh, his robot's drunk. Bye, Roger. Bye, Roger. Your robot got drunk again, Brian. Yeah, I don't know. Uh... Oh, you're back. Great impression on seven. More Noonan, please. I know we need Noonan's new. It's the Brian Noonan Show. That's the name of the Facebook page. We're trying to get Noonan. We want Noonan. Everyone wants Noonan. Um, text him and see if... <laughs> if you know, you have a phone, too. But no. I'll text him. What do you want me to text him, Cody? <laughs> no, go ahead. Tell me what to text him, please. I apologize. Continue. Tell him, can your wife go in the kitchen and get some tinfoil 
and your wife. I'm actually texting that over the laptop. Wife. Oh wait, yeah. he, now now Brian can see and hear us, so it's not. No, I can see you. Well, but you can hear us too, right? I can hear you too. Oh, now we hear ourselves back. Oh no, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a loop. We don't want that. Can your wife go he's, he's getting the headphones. That's what I sound like. Wow, that's weird. He's he's playing us back through his his soundboard. Now he's now Brian can see and hear us. So it's not. Hello, Brian. I text him what you asked me to text him. I'm gonna How about that? Even more. Can you hear me now? Yeah, but it's the super overmodulated version. So pick the pick the input that you picked with me the other day on clean feed. And drop us out of the mix. Should I get my weed? Yes. There's a correction in the chat earlier. I meant uh, indica, not sativa. You know, I, I don't know. I can go either way, honestly. Um, I do know the difference. Sometimes. Hey, so my, my favorite... Uh, well, I'll wait for Brian to do a mic check. The suspense is killing me. Yeah, stop by Sunnyside. Dude, the Sunnyside in Addison is top shelf. I feel like I'm walking into an Apple store. They're just never a line. Really nice people. Huge selection. Hold on, Cody, I want to interview you differently now. I want to lean into the echo here. How are you doing, Cody, in two minutes? Wait for it. I don't know. Yeah, wait for it. I mean... Give us a second. I feel I feel like uh, the new camera Brian's using makes him a little redder, but I can't tell if that's the camera or just his oh, head about to explode. Don't, don't comment on the redness of Noonan. Everybody talks about Noonan's redness. He's not a fan of things not working. Let me. I've worked with him mm -hmm. for a long time, and it's uh, yeah. Nobody like, is. Who's dude. a fan of things not working? No, what human true. being is like? Yeah, <laughs> things don't work. This is great. That's Are true. we still on alone? I think he hung up on us. I think he's just like I'm done with this. Well. Oh, there he is. He's popping in and out. There he is. That's the way to do it. No, no, no. I, I hope he goes and takes a crap with his phone. <laughs> just and just he's just like I'm over. He needs the ring light on. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that'll fix it. That'll fix it. Let me that's tell you my Halloween DJ story. So uh, we had a Halloween party when I lived in Wicker Park, like probably 2009, 2010. So uh, and I was like already producing and audio editing. So I took Thriller. And you know how it just vamps for like a yeah. minute straight in the yes, middle? I do. So I, I took Thriller and I made an 18 and a half minute edit where I just repeated the, the loop and then would occasionally throw in a chorus for 18 minutes. That is fantastic. Right now, it's usually like a six minute song, seven minute song or something. Yeah. Uh, no one noticed until after it had been playing for 15 minutes. And my roommate Blake was finally like, how long has this song been? <laughs> I don't, I, I think I've figured out why we're friends, Cody. Um, I took a DJ class in college. Uh, it was radio DJ. It actually was about, you know, maybe going out and being a club DJ as well. It was at Columbia College in art school. And I, for my final, I mixed every song into and out of Thriller. So I would mix into Thriller and then out of Thriller and back in and back out for the entire final. And it, it you had to do like 10 transitions. So it was half of my songs and they loved it. Like everybody in this, all the students were like, that was incredible. I was like, thank you. That's, this is the Craig Collins. Uh, well, no, I did that live in the room. I could <sighs> do it again, I guess, but it was, 
I practiced it and like had to mix it in person. It wasn't a playback. I always wanted to try live DJing like that. So I'm jealous that you got to try it. No, it's not as great. It's not as great as you think. But I do, our, our affinity for Thriller is, is, uh, is well uh, established now, apparently. Well documented now, yeah, for yeah. sure. All right. Brian, welcome back to the Brian Noonan Show. First of all, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to have a Pop-Tart now. Yes or no? No? Mm -hmm. Yes or no what? Yeah, yeah, we can, yes, we can hear you. He might not be able to hear us. This I can hear delicious. you fine. Oh. Fine. Can people hear me? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Good. I'm not, I don't mean to get snippy. You aren't? Tonight is not a night of, of good technology, so I, am, uh, I apologize. I tried to do what you said, Cody, and then because I was in the incognito thing, I couldn't get to the settings, and it was I was able to change the camera and the audio input, but it wasn't taking them. Mm. So, no. Do you want to tell him or do I? You. I don't want to tell him. You, you do it. Your robot's drunk, Noonan. We have no idea what you're saying. I, I imagine a robot's getting punched. You Give want the, you want you want some pop tart, Cody? No, I don't. I don't. You know, sometimes the off-brand stuff's better. I actually, uh, I think the Jewel brand waffles might be better than they might. No, more that's not evenly a thing. No. than Eggos. No, that's not possible. I've been buying mm. Eggos. And maybe it's no. our but I feel like they come out crispier. No, softer. That can't. Uh. -uh. Ego is a classic. Ego is as good as it gets in the waffle world. I just don't know. Uh, Kim in the chat said, dated a guy whose second job was DJ. He was great at weddings. Wedding party was announced with the music the Bulls used in their heyday. Nice. nice. I have that song. I got that on the old DJ loop, in case I need it. I just keep picturing getting a text from Brian that's mm -hmm. just like... Pissed. Blood everywhere, uh, like he murdered something. <laughs> I've killed my getting, computer. I'm getting messages. Gotta hit. <laughs> He's just commenting in the chat now. Technology. Hold it on. is. It is ten o'clock. We've typically done a two-hour show, Cody. I don't know if you want to keep hanging in there to wait for Noonan to come back, or if we want to uh, conclude the broadcast today. Uh, maybe Noonan can tell us in chat. Um, what I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> I said we usually do about a two-hour show. It is 10 o'clock. We've hit the two-hour mark. Uh, I don't true. know if we want to close the program out or try to get Noonan back for some. Uh, remember, I still have the account, so just so I'm not there tonight, I'll be back. Uh, well, Noonan, we can, we can close the broadcast. We can, we can thank everybody for being here, be very grateful uh, to do another uh, quarantine cast on the Brian Noonan Show, or actually, it's the quarantine cast with Brian, Cody, and Craig. Uh, maybe at some point renamed the Craig and Teen cast, correct? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's I'll do my hair at some point, so it's yeah. not this whatever is happening. You said you're out of hair gel. What hair gel do you use? I think uh, Kevin Murphy Night Rider. Have you told people before? <laughs> Has this come <laughs> up before? I imagine. I don't know. No, I this is this is this is very not okay. Okay, uh, so very as they would say in Heather's. Yeah, so, no, it's awful. Uh, I'll I'll fix it. I'm working on all it. All right, so we're we're gonna get out of here. Uh, Brian has had technical issues, so he's uncomfortable with the show. Cody has hair issues, so he's uncomfortable with the show. I've had a great time. I've enjoyed being here. Your hair is uh, always perfect. You ha don't have any hair. I saw on the Facebooks. I, yeah, yeah. I, 
No, they well, it's coming back. I mean, I can take it off. That's my hair. Okay. But I think I think I'm going bald, Cody. Why? You want to should we inspect this like seriously into the like I think the, you know, this area here is bad and then I think there's some some crownage that okay. I have problems with. You're, uh, I think you crowned a long time ago, correct? No, I think I'm still yeah. crowning. I think I'm definitely still crowning. It happens when you're no, like uh-uh. zero still, years old. Still doing it. Still okay. crowning. Uh-uh. All right. Um, I'm going to fly to India and get uh, hair transplants. Because mm. India, it's cheaper. I don't know if you know that. Is it? It is. It's much cheaper. You can do the whole head for like a fraction of the cost in the United States. I don't know if it's the same quality, but uh, I hear India is the place to go if you want to get the plugs. Huh. Yeah, this has been a good quarantine cast. I am Craig Collins. That's Cody Goff. Brian he didn't, Newton. He didn't plug the stuff. He always Brian's always like plug oh, your stuff. Brian's you back. Plug something, Craig. You got where can people find the Craig and Betty podcast starring Betty? Starring mostly. predominantly Betty. It's called Avoiding the Chancla. You can find it on any of the Avoid podcast Chancla? platforms. Yeah, Chancla's a shoe. I'm How trying do you to avoid them. That? Huh? How do you spell that? <laughs> Chancla. C H A N C L A. Chancla. Ah, uh, avoiding the chocolates available on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. Predominantly, I'm uh, trying to get it on Spotify. Stitcher, yeah. no, Stitcher is the worst podcast app. Why? <laughs> I like Stitcher. I like the Stitcher. No, you're wrong. Say you say Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get See, your dumb Spotify's, podcasts. Spotify's picky and, and choosy though. Spotify's resisting me a little bit. What do you? You're not on Spotify. Trying to get on Spotify, they haven't approved it yet. You, can, you don't try to get on Spotify. You just give them an RSS, and then they're like, "We will ingest your feed," and then you're on there. I gave them my RSS, and I'm waiting for them to approve my they RSS. Put Joe Rogan on Spotify, they will put the chunk, the chocolate. Maybe cap. if you didn't use Spanish words, yeah. <laughs> you know, Spotify. By the way, Joe Rogan is the most popular podcast in existence. I think that, uh, you know, I, I I'm competing with that. So we're trying to get on the Spotify and the iHeartRadio app. Did you app. just say you're competing with Joe Rogan? Well, if I'm getting on Spotify, isn't that what I'm trying to do? You think you can beat him on a fight? No, oh. I don't think so. No. I don't no. think you can beat him in anything. <laughs> I'm not even on Spotify. We've been over this. Hmm. But you're trying. Right. I'm on Google because Google just pulls RSSs, like Cody said. I'm on Stitcher. Hey, uh, I'm on iTunes. If it's okay with you guys, and I know I'm only one-third of the uh, three-headed monster... Uh, we're uh, not going to save this. I'm not going to download this audio from today. No, it's fine. That's okay. <laughs> well, no, we could. I guess we could edit it. You guys know how to edit. I know how to edit. We could, but the people who've been here want it to be special, so we're going to let it do stay they, special with them. Do they want it to be special? <laughs> That's my vote. I'm one third. You are one third. You are one third. Uh, Cody, I'm in favor of not doing any work. So <laughs> that's true. Whatever. Well, listen. Um, now I, I came back just to try to wrap this up this night right, because I have a feeling you two, I, I see it. I see the power grab already with you two. I was trying to wrap it up. I was trying to help him try to wrap it up. I know. Listen, I understand. I've been around you guys a long time. You forget who you're talking to. Uh, <laughs> we're on the Brian Noonan show page. I think no, we know we, who's in power. Well, no. Yeah. But th we can listen. Should we? Once we we can change the name and create our own page. No, no, no. I want it. I want the Brian Unit show's got a great audience. Yeah. No, we're we're not making a new Facebook page. We're absolutely capitalizing on your popularity. Well, that's and fine. You're we willing we'll, to call it the Brian Teen cast with the other guys. I have no I, uh following. 
So I don't yeah. want to do that. I, on, is... on the Twitter, Cody, apparently you have a hell of a following. I hope you're sharing. I yeah, do. Cody, I heard you, you know, you're not a shit person like you called everybody else. <laughs> is that what I said? <laughs> Basically. Yeah. I felt like a shit person. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a few thousand away from that. You guys yeah. are way further. I've changed my Twitter to at shit person, by the way. Wow. Wow. This is a family friendly podcast. All right. Ready for radio broadcast. After 10 o'clock, it's safe harbor. <laughs> when is Sirius XM going to start uh, picking us up? Seriously. That's all I want to know. Hopefully I have a connection. Week. If we want to be you? on the rural radio network. Yeah. We could be on faction talk. That's the station for us. No, I think we're going to go Rural Radio Network. What's do that? Faction Talk? Faction Talk is where they have like the the funny, like uh, oh. Jim Norton and Sam Roberts, the Benton Show, Jason Ellis. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm pretty proud that I'm on this podcast, and I think you guys are too. Why don't we call it the Proud Boys Podcast? <laughs> wow. Three Proud Boys? Yeah. That might be it. The three proud, the three proud boys in their in their podcast. And okay, that then no yes. All right, can we go poor boys? I'd rather be the poor boys. But then we have sandwiches every boy. week. I think I think every week Brian should go to New Orleans and send us all po boys in the U.S. mail, and then there's we. A good he, chance, there's a good chance I'm going to listen. The connection couldn't be any worse than it is now. That's nah, pretty good. Now it's okay. During during a hurricane, I probably could have broadcast better than I did today. Look, I'm going to be honest. I'm down for the podcast in which I get a po' boy sent to me in the U.S. mail and I eat it during the recording of the show. I am. Wow. I accept that premise. I'm in. Mm -hmm. That's the overhead on that alone is going to be uh, <laughs> going to be high. Hey, but I will tell question. you. I will tell you, it's not impossible because Goldbelly sends Parkway po' boys. I don't think so you get. I don't think we want to have a po' boy. If we want to have a po' boy episode, we could. Yeah. To order po' boys. I don't think you get the humor of the podcast, Noonan. I think you want to send me a very expired po' boy. I think it, it needs to go bad for the well, podcast. Well, if you want, then I'll have Molly drive one up at Thanksgiving, and then we'll mail it from here. So it'll be a 14-hour car ride, okay. and then the mail. Yeah, and you got you to gotta stuff it in like a letter envelope. I want it to be yeah. sent poorly. And I'll make sure she gets you the fried oyster one, so it's nice <laughs> when it gets to you. Okay, so I'm going to die on the next episode. That's going to be happen. fun. It couldn't be any worse than what I did today. Oh, that's fine. Oh, man. Well, Cody, it's nice to have you back, whether your hair is gelled or not. Thank I'd you. Prefer, uh, I'd prefer it gelled. I would prefer it gelled, too. Yeah, really. But I have to get some. I have to get Oh, no. We didn't want this. No. What if? Don't be drunk, robot. Craig, when are you coming out? Are you still coming through the Chicago area in the next couple of weeks? Uh, no, actually, Betty's flying out of Bloomington. Oh, all right. Oh, you're not doing that thing. You're not doing that drive. You were going to maybe do. I was just going to do it for for you know the fun of it. But uh, we're no longer. We no longer have to. Noonan might be back. Okay. I don't think so. You're kind of back. Hello, boy. Let's just say goodnight. Can we say goodnight? Goodnight. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks yep. for putting up with this. Good to have you back, Cody. Great to see you, Craig. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody, you've been lovely. This has been whatever the hell this has been. But <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Goodnight. Good night. Cheers, blokes.
we're still 